This is Will and MJ on Triple M. Are we live? You took the words right out of my mouth. They're awake and they're on fire. We're back, MJ, right on schedule. Yeah, exactly. This is when people expect our content yeah. to be released. About, I like the unpredictability yeah. of it. It's every 6 to 28 days. Yeah, exactly. It's like a, a parcel in the mail. You know it's going to come, but you're just not sure. Yeah, it's like 5 to 15 business days. Yeah, exactly. And then you've got to take into account public holidays. That's and true. Days that we can't be stuffed doing. Days we're hungover. Days that the studios are booked out because the rush hour pre-records sometimes. Yeah, days we just generally don't feel like it. The unpredictability <laughs> is worse than the Australia Post. I think we're sort of letting the content dictate when we come on. Yeah, because before I was just thinking, oh, I've got, some, I've got, I want to talk about Taylor Harris and her statue. You did want to vent. What better place to do that than this podcast? Uh, and that's where we find ourselves here now. Yeah, to a, to a few hundred loyal listeners who, yeah, apparently enjoy us venting. <laughs> Is venting the part they enjoy, or I don't know? Do they enjoy it when we actually put thought into it? No, I think they like the lack of structure. Okay. I got, when I was up in Brisbane, we'll get onto that later. But right. um, I was told by. Uh, the Trouse Brothers, yeah. the elder of which told me, can you make a, a podcast, please? He'll enjoy the shout out. Yeah, we'll make a podcast then. So, yeah, we're doing it. We're, um, we're so on board. We'll start with Taylor Harris' statue. Yes. Now, for those who don't know, Taylor Harris is an AFLW player who... Again, the, the Venn diagram of people who wouldn't know who Taylor Harris is and yeah. who would be bothered listening to the podcast. So, you're of the 100 or so people listening to this, yeah. most of them know who Taylor Harris is. There's more than that. There's more than 100. About 1,000. <laughs> It's the, again, it's a big range. It's a big range. But yeah, it's a Venn eclipse so where it's the two the two Vens. A perfect circle. Uh, perfect circle. Of, of people listening to us and people who know who Taylor people Harris is. People know who Taylor Harris so is. So of those people listening, they probably know that Taylor Harris uh, was given the honor of having a statue yesterday yep. Yep. in Federation Square. They did the unveiling. Yep. That is not going to be permanently in Federation Square. They haven't found a home for it yet. Now, it was heavily sponsored by NAB. NAB. The famous bank who the bank. support Auskick and women's footy. And women's footy and other things. And they do the little legends yep. promotions and things like that. And the statue was the pose of Taylor Harris with her, her leg up in the air. The now famous kick. That was a photo taken by Michael Whiting that yep. Channel 7 removed from their Instagram because it received a few hundred comments from trolls. Yep. And... It, when Channel 7 were at the time criticised, if you remember, they were. for removing the photo. But if mm. they hadn't removed the photo, none of this would have happened. No, and there wouldn't be a statue unveiling in Fed Square. It's quite silly, really. The it whole is. thing really <laughs> blew out of proportion. But anyway, it I is. think it's good. It's sort of it's sort of symbolic of where Women, w- women's footy is trying to yeah, get. Yeah, it is. Exactly. And where it's it's come a long way in a short period of time. And this, this statue, I think the idea was to focus on that. Yeah. And the fact that women's footy is is it now a thing. It's, it's here to stay. It's got the support. Everyone loves it. Um, and Taylor Harris also did a lot of work, you know, calling out the trolls and that kind of thing. So yep. it's not it's not just a statue about that kick. It symbolizes a lot of different things. I imagine that's what NAB thought when they commissioned it. They would have thought, this will get 100% community support. Everyone will love this. <laughs> Everyone will love this. Little did now, they know. Now, some somewhere between NAB commissioning and paying for this statue. Yep. People have had a very big misunderstanding about where this statue's come from. Thousands of comments from blokes named Mike who wear servo sunglasses holding a fish in their profile pictures. Or or, or patting a tiger in in Bangkok. (laughs) With a a, a red Holden Commodore as their Facebook cover photo. That's right. A lot of those kind of guys. (laughs) They appeared from nowhere. There's comments from everywhere just saying... 
Taylor doesn't deserve a statue. Yeah. Why doesn't um, Kathy Freeman have a I statue? I saw that specific one saying Kathy Freeman deserves yeah. a statue. She's why got two. Why doesn't Sally um, Pearson. Pearson have a statue? Why yeah. don't all these other great female athletes have a statue? They yeah. deserve a statue before Taylor deserves a statue. Because yeah. we all know there's a queue. There's a, there's a statue queue. There's a, <laughs> there's a statue queue. And Taylor's jumped ahead, obviously. Now, well, I, now here's the point. Yeah. If you want a statue, Will. Yeah. There is literally nothing stopping you commissioning a statue of yourself. Oh, go do it. Apart from money. But that's what it is. If, a... if you saved up now, started saving now, Will. What, what would go into a statue? I think I'd say- 20 you, grand? If you want a good one. Yeah. Like the, one of the ones outside the MCG. I they're, think you, they're elite. Yeah. You wouldn't get much change from 200,000, I don't think. 200K? I think I, I would say that this, the statues are quite expensive. Do we call a statue company? We should probably find out how much they were. I wonder what a bust would be, just like for the ones outside the Australian Open, outside Rod Laver, you know, the, the tennis walk of fame. Oh, those tennis walk of just fame neck ones. Well, up? Well, if you, if you just want a neck up one, that'd be a lot cheaper. Well, just the material. But I'm, if well. you want a full sort of Shane Warne, Lee Matthews style MCG one, yep. I'm thinking a quarter of a million dollars. It's a fair bit. But here's, here's my point, Will. Okay. If you want one of those statues... You can go and get one of those statues. Nothing's stopping you. There is absolutely no one in the world stopping you saving up and creating a statue of yourself, right? Yeah. Put it in your backyard. You getting a statue does not stop me getting a statue. Yeah. This is the point that I think all those commenters on Instagram and Facebook and all those places need to understand. Yeah. There is no lap over between Taylor Harris getting her own statue and Sally Pearson getting her own statue. Yeah. Both can have their own statues. Absolutely. There's not a statue authority that is going, hang on, we've hit our quota of statues for this year. Yeah. Sally, you're going to have to wait till 2029 to get your statue because we can't put up any more statues. You're right. That's not how it works. That's Although not how statues I, work. I wouldn't recommend to Sally Pearson going out and commissioning it herself. No. It's like, it takes the shine it, off. It, no, it does. It <laughs> if does. If Taylor Harris had gone... Yeah. <laughs> campaigned for Look, it. If, if Bendigo Bank go to Sally and go, hey Sal, we want to build a statue, go for it. Yeah. And she, you could do the pose and yeah. everything. Like, could... They didn't put the they didn't put the black caviar statue up at Caulfield and have to take down the Maccabi Diva statue. That's not how You know it what I mean? You can they, have like, statues oh, for everyone. I guess we'll throw out Farlap yeah, then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't put up Warney at the MCG and have to take down Burke and Wills. You know they, what I mean? They might have to take down the Warney statue in his own backyard yeah, though. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of commissioning his own statue. He's probably got four other things. Oh, I've done some reading about Warney lately, and I don't want to go into too much detail, but the numbers are too low, on, if anyone else has read that article. This is Will and MJ, and you've found a number for... Oh, I have. I've done a bit of research as we've been sitting here. We don't need to call a company. No, we won't call. Well, I don't even know if there is a statue company, but... Well, there will be. We'd have to find a sculptor and... Yeah, oh, then they might quote different figures. Just to give me a anyway. Ballpark. This this is for an article from February 11, two thousand and eighteen. Yep. Uh, before the Nikki Winmar statue was made, uh, it was anticipated it would cost around two hundred thousand dollars. Oh, jeez, you're that, on the money. And that's for a one point five times life size statue. So that's about normal, isn't it? Yeah. So about you know, make him a little bit bigger than normal. I haven't seen that one. That one's over in Perth. It's over in Perth. Yeah. You know what? There, so so one point five times, I think, is a good size. You know what? Yeah. Statue is massively out of whack. Saddam Hussein, when they toppled that one yeah, over. That like, one, dictators not... tend to go a bit too big with their <laughs> statues, I think. Again, I haven't seen the Saddam yeah. one with my own eyes. <laughs> Which one? The what Jack Dyer one outside of Punt Oh, Road. his head's too big. The whole thing, he looks yeah. He looks like an actual, he looks like Hagrid or something. It's yeah, like, I've just seen, too big. It's no, uh, because 
all, all the statues in the MCG are great. Yeah, it's the perfect. ones that, that whoever does those ones, and then you walk down to Punt Road and you yeah. see Jack die, and you go, "Look at the size." He's like one point eight. It's yeah. just unsettling. He looks like he's in DK mode. Yeah. Don't you think? <laughs> He's eating a mushroom in Mario Kart. <laughs> he does, and his head's got a bit thick. He's in that footy show pose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, yeah, no, just quietly, yeah. like as as much as I, I'm a fan of the Taylor Harris statue being no, yeah. erected, the concept of the Taylor Harris statue. I reckon they need to get a better art. The, the sculptor they got. <laughs> exactly. I reckon they went. They paid about 120. Yeah, they did. They did. <laughs> it was half price for that guy. It, well, if I didn't know Taylor <laughs> Harris, I wouldn't recognise. She looked it. about 80 <laughs> in the statue. Okay, so we'll go back to. It's been a yep. while. It's been a, almost a week yep. since uh, mm. the uh, first qualifying finals. You would have been very happy. Yeah, I was. Um, so, so tell me about your your Friday night uh, supporting the Magpies, of course. Yeah, uh, I missed the game. I went over to Adelaide. Oh, I, had, I actually forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, I oh, I thought you were saying that saying, wasn't even a setup. Oh, I thought you were rubbing it in. Oh, yeah, all no. week on the hot breakfast, you were, you were copying oh, from Eddie. Copped it from everyone. Yeah. There's, long story short, I had to go to Adelaide to visit a new girlfriend's uh, family over there. Okay. Yeah. That's fair enough. Thank you. I and Eddie wasn't happy. No, I appreciate the positivity because uh, in the hot breakfast studio on Friday, there wasn't a lot of it. Do you know the only people, I came out of the studio, the only people who said it was nice were the girls in the in the yeah. promotions team who said it was a nice thing for me to do. Yeah. Every, everyone else just piled on. I imagine that's where you would have gotten most of your support. Thank you, yeah. But anyway, mm. so. Moving on. You you flew away from the city to for your qualifying yeah, final. I, I actually did. flew oh, And my flight got cancelled. Oh, you were going to. I was oh, at so the, you didn't even get to Adelaide? No, I had to book a more expensive flight while I was at the airport. So the, the flight got cancelled 10 minutes before what? I was due to board the Tiger and then had to jump on a Virgin flight over to... Uh, oh, jeez, you really splashed oh. out <laughs> starting oh, on Tiger. <laughs> this, this turned into a bit of a counselling session. <laughs> well, I flew Tiger and unfortunately it? it was full of Tigers. Oh, really? Oh, and, no. And you're a Brisbane supporter flying from Melbourne up to Brizzy. Yeah. And so my weekend... Oh, I... Because I've always been... Impartial to Richmond supporters. Mm. I've never, like, I don't like uh, stereotyping an entire supporter group. Yeah. But now I hate the entire supporter group after Was my it weekend. that bad? The, I, I just had barrels was, of. Were there lots of yellow and blacks and stuff? Yeah, on the, the yellow like, and black type. Oh. And I had them behind me and next to me. Yeah. Very vocal. Yeah. Uh, they were one by one going through the Brisbane Lions list and just mm. naming the duds who weren't going to play well. Oh. But I, and I. I was wearing a lion scarf. While you're were, on the flight? Or, yeah. Oh. They weren't doing it to me. No, but, but, they just, well but being in there. the area is still annoying, isn't it? Yeah. And then mm. I was, I actually at the game, I was sat uh, two seats down from Clarko. Clarko? Did you see that? I did see Clarko at the game. Clark, and wasn't Bolton sitting yeah, next Bolts to him? Yeah, was next to him. And then yeah. Horse Longmire was about two rows back. So I was, they, I was right in the heat of it. Did they bring sort of, um, little kid seats so they could <laughs> see over the top of the shoulders the person in front of him? Yeah, they have one of those boosters. <laughs> those booster <laughs> seats. <laughs> And yeah, my little section there was full of Richmond supporters. A oh. lot of Charlie, where's your Harley now? Because you know he does that um, that celebration where he's like revving the Harley. Oh, that's annoying. Like, oh, Charlie, it's a Vespa. Mm. You're and you're in yeah. Grimes' pocket. And the, the only that, good thing Richmond supporters have oh. ever done is when they barricaded themselves in the liquor land. A story we exposed on this show. Exactly. That's and the only time I've had a, even the slightest bit of respect for Richmond supporters. The rest of the time, I again, think they are just absolutely That was just one bloke. Lowest too. of the low. That was just And one then bloke. to make you hate Richmond mm. supporters again over that, guess yeah. who's just repurposed it as one of their own stories? Who? Richmond supporter Mick Malloy. Has he, he done it again? He goes around telling that story like he was like there. Like it's his own story. It was our story. Yeah, he's seen our clip. Yeah. Anyway, I'm off Richmond and uh, hopefully we uh, can silence the Giants supporters this weekend. <laughs> Will. 
Yes. Australia has won the Ashes or retained the retained Ashes. Retained the Ashes. And hopefully if we win the fifth test, we will win them outright. But At least draw. Retaining's just as good, isn't it? Well, as long as you come home with the Ashes, I think that's the the box you need to tick. Yeah, that's true. But you want to win. You do, I think, yeah. I don't know. I don't know about the, the over-celebrating hmm. for... Um, we can get away with at least a draw. Yeah, and arrogantly putting a Marsh brother in. Yeah. He's just very <laughs> arrogant from the Australians. There's something quite off about putting a Marsh brother in before you've won before the series. Before you've won the series. <laughs> there is. Even just if we're 4-0 yeah, up and you nah. put Mitch Marsh in, like, Ooh, oh, guys, come on. Just reeks of arrogance <laughs> to me. Now, in the whole uh, series, there's a lot of a lot of things happened in, in the uh, Ashes this year. There were yeah. so many storylines. I've condensed it down to two bits of audio. Okay. I've got two bits of audio here to play you, Will. The first bit of audio is a bit of a quick one, Will. Yep. Oh, and the dick! <laughs> He's down. Oh, I haven't heard that. So Who that, is that? That was Ben Stokes commenting on the fact he'd just been hit in the dick. Oh, so he's talking about his own dick. He's himself, which makes, it makes it even funnier. Oh, and the dick! <laughs> he's down. <laughs> he's down. He's down. He's down. I don't hear the accent. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's from New Zealand. Oh, and the dick! <laughs> he's down. Wow, and that would hurt. It would hurt. I love that it's just an I'll, instant commentary. Instant commentary of his own getting hit in his own nuts. In case there was any scepticism about where he was hit. <laughs> One more. He's down. <laughs> I love that. There's nothing better than background laughs in a cricket comedy. That, yeah, I love it. The comment, yeah, the comment, yeah, the all the workers in the background. Yeah. <laughs> you can hear them pissing themselves. All the minions. What was your other piece of audio? Uh, the other bit of audio goes for a bit longer. Yep. Now this was. Uh, I think I've we'll, heard this one. Yeah, this is. Uh, I think Bumble is his yeah. name, commentating. And what is Bumble's name again? Uh, <laughs> we really should know. We've worked with him. Just call him Bumble. I don't know. <laughs> no, <laughs> and his brother Tinder. Oh, yeah, it's David Lloyd. Yeah. David Lloyd, that's it. That's <laughs> it. Well, here is David Lloyd, a.k.a. Bumble. Bumble. Uh, he, well, should I say what he's talking about? I think just have go, a listen. And try no, and, yeah, work out for yourself what Bumble is talking yeah, about. Yeah, go no context. Put a new rubber on the back. Oh, look, I remember these days. It's a real contraption, this. These are still antiques, these. They've stood the test of time. It's worth watching this. How he gets this on now? This might be a young shaver. He's no idea how to do this. That's it. You've got to know how to put one of these rubbers on. There we go. Right to the bottom. Now you put it on, yeah, right on the end. And roll it down. Right to the bottom. Now pull it right back up. That's the one. Right, come on, keep going. And now you've got to knock it down at the top. That's it. Push it down. Push it down. <laughs> You can have a go now. Yeah, yeah. Pull it down, rub it up, give it a good rub. Coordinated colours as well, you got the green. Now you should have a bit of tape round the bottom, you remember? You used to put a little bit of tape round the bottom, keep it in position. Did you? He's had a lot of practice at that, Bumble. <laughs> he did well, that young lad. I thought he's going to have no idea here of putting this on. To spend many a happy hour doing that up in the dressing room. Remember Clive Lloyd? I played with Clive Lloyd. He had about six rubbers, <laughs> one on top of the other. Oh wow! Yeah, Will. 
if you didn't pick up what he was talking about there. Of course, it's a cricket bat. Cricket bat handles. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, he called him the young man. That was actually Bancroft, Cameron Bancroft, that was out there doing. <laughs> was it really? <laughs> exactly. Quite an experienced cricket Rubber put her on a rock. <laughs> oh, I just love Isha. She would have been dying oh, in the background. We both worked with Isha and she knew. <laughs> yeah. oh, gee, I think he knew what he was doing as well. Oh, he absolutely <laughs> knew. Bumble. Uh, this is Will and MJ. Yeah. Uh, we've got we've, we've had a few things we want to talk about. One of them, we'll just do about this a real quick segment. Yeah. It's more of a test than anything else. <laughs> it's more <laughs> an experiment. An experiment. We want to know if a bloke called Finn listens. Yeah, we won't go with a surname. No. Nah, he's the bag man. He's Eddie Maguire's bag man. Yeah. For any listeners of the Hot Breakfast, you might yeah. be familiar with Eddie's bag man, now, Finn. When Eddie went on his joy run, I like the fact it's been dubbed a joy run. Yes. Um, after In the closing moments of the Collingwood Geelong game. But we need some context first mm. for who Finn is. So yeah. uh, he first became, he came to prominence on the hot breakfast when yes. he, uh, Luke Darcy and Will Anderson noticed that Eddie had a flat tire, was it? Yeah. And someone's come. Finn sort of turned up out of nowhere a to young change man, the tire. A young 18 year old man yeah. in, a, in a full suit. He sort of yeah. <laughs> looked like Eddie's protege. And yeah, he's like mini me. He's come to sort out the whole ordeal. And yeah. Everyone's, who's, who is this yeah. Eddie, who's your bag man? <laughs> and he's since done a lot of um, work with us on the hot breakfast. Yeah. He's uh, worked as a producer and yeah. wor- done some work experience. He wor- he's uh, working on the Sunday footy show, he I works think. Works for Maguire Media. You yes. worked, him on the foot- worked with him on the footy show. I did. So he's, no, he's, a, he's, a, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. Don't get us wrong. But he's almost Eddie's de facto son now. He's, now, <laughs> he's, now, he's, he's in the will. I, I think he's in Eddie's will. I think he might be. I don't because, know what he'd get. He well, might get Eddie's frame 2010 yeah. jumper or something. There was a fake. So he gets something. This footage went viral on Friday night of Eddie sprinting. And then behind Eddie was one of his sons, Joe. Yes. Jumping for joy. So Eddie's, Eddie's pumping the two yeah. fists as he's literally at full speed. Yeah. And then I look behind Joe expecting to see Eddie's other son, Xander, <laughs> also happy. But it looks to me in the footage that Finn has just hip and shouldered Xander out of the way. And there's also a tweet, a tweet. That, that says Eddie and his sons enjoy. <laughs> well, no, whoever wrote that tweet, that wasn't Eddie's sons. That was fact Finn. Check. <laughs> and shouldered Xander out it's of the way Finn. just and to it, get a bit of me time on camera. And it's getting to a point now, I'm not sure if you noticed in the 2018 yeah. grand final after yeah. the after the game, you'd probably already tuned yeah. out, but they've cut down from Shannon Hearn's speech, they've yeah. panned to Nathan Buckley, who's standing on the surface thought... of the ground and in front of a national audience of 3 million people, yeah. Finn is just, just standing a metre behind bus. <laughs> Finn, oh, we just wanted to yeah. see if you listen to the podcast. Well, I thought he was going to chair Pendlebury off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a nice little experiment there. Yeah, well, I, reckon I reckon he listens. Do you think he listens? I think he might get back to us. <laughs> we'll report back what Finn says. At least someone who knows him will tell us. <laughs> Joe might be listening. <laughs> Joe will report back. Jeez, it's probably our most high-profile listener of Joe McGuire's gym. Yeah, he got, he got 80 Instagram likes after the after grand final last year. What do you mean? Oh, he just had a mass follow. He, he got, got 80 new followers. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty. That's it was good for his brand. Fev, because I'm working with Fev at the mm. moment. He put me on his story. Yeah, um, I, don't, I forget what it was for. Yeah. But he and he tagged me, and then mm. I got I got like an extra forty or something. Really? Who was the Who are the people going out oh, and following so, for no f- reason? Will Claire Smith over there. <laughs> You're almost <laughs> an influencer there. I'm on a few off one k. Really? Really? Wow. <laughs> It's a fair haul. Yeah. I think, I think I'm yet to crack the 500. But. I've got some shocking content. I don't yeah. know why anyone would. How's our Instagram page going? Um, I don't know. We had a little resurgence there mm. at some point. For a page with, again, very little mm. content, it's doing okay. What are we up to? 364. Not bad. <laughs> Not bad at all. posts. Not bad at all. We'll get there. Uh, speaking of mm. online content. Will and MJ on Instagram. Yes, Will and MJ, of course. Mm. 
Um, I will be traveling down to the Brownlow Medal again. You're doing it again. I am. Oh, beautiful. Yes. The I, uh, they, shit they, questions. Yes, they keep inviting me back. Mm. Um, and now players are starting to detour when they see me. Oh, because they know what you're up to. Yeah. Um, a lot of Bulldogs players have never had any time for me, but that's all right. Why Bulldogs? It's mainly Bont and, and, and Bob mm. Murphy back in the day when he oh, was okay. when he was still playing before I, he won that premiership. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> and I reckon probably Bryce Gibbs' misses probably <laughs> she probably takes a wide berth after you. <laughs> After you set her up last oh, time, God, I still feel yeah. bad for her when I, <laughs> when I remember. No, you back. don't. No, I do. you don't. I made her look dumb. Oh, and she didn't need any help there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just that was a joke. Cut that, that was out. a joke. Cut that out. <laughs> you cut won't. That out. <laughs> but one of the things that's disappointing. Yeah. Oh, there's a there's you want the good news or the bad news? Tommy Brown's calling me. Oh, put him on. Oh. Tommy Brown. Um, uh, I, mean, I just broke Don Pike to step down, mate. It's gone everywhere now. I broke the story. Oh, my okay. God. <laughs> oh, hang on. I'll, I'll get you on. Can you get me on? Yep. One sec. Wow, that's an exclusive for the yeah. Will and MJ show. <laughs> Bit of a random exclusive. Hang on. Yeah, you just sort that out. Yeah. So what MJ is doing now, yeah. um, if we just peek behind the curtain, MJ's now going to call someone who will put Tom Brown Live yeah. to air for Triple M. Who are you going to call? The content director of Triple M Melbourne? Yeah, no, I'll call the studio directly. Right, are you going to go straight to... Who's on now? Oh, g'day, Matt. How are you going? I've just had a call from Tommy Brown. Is anyone on air at the minute? Yeah, yeah, live. Go, into Melbourne. Oh, beautiful. Tommy Brown's just broken the story that Don Pike has stepped down. Uh, he's, tr- he's, trying to get, he's trying to get on air. Is that something you're able to do? Thanks, mate. So now MJ has called the person who's going to be on air for Triple M Melbourne. There you go. That's all done. To- that's all done, Will. Just like that. So Don Pike's gone. Don, yeah, exactly. Nice little exclusive that we got. <laughs> we got that before anyone. Know it. Exactly. <laughs> By the time this podcast goes out, everyone will know. But I mean, it'll be old news. It'll be but... old news. But that was all live. Wow, anyone, that was exhilarating yeah. for a moment there. <laughs> Tommy sounded excited, didn't he? Oh, yeah. That was... man coached mm. the grand final two years ago. Yeah, and now he's been given the Tijuana. That's quite surprising, isn't yeah. it? That's a massive fall from grace. Initial reaction is, uh, well, there's a lot of... Coach has been sacked this year. There's not that many coaches to replace. There was there was zero last year, mm. so there was always going to be an overkill. Yeah, this year. But there's still that. There's always that issue when I think back to that time that everyone wanted to get rid of Bucks. Yeah, and you go, all right, we'll get rid of Bucks. Who are we going to replace yeah. him with? You point to the person. Who... Yeah, there's now a void of people who can actually coach teams. Yeah, and it's weird because coaches like there's not a Reece Shaw sitting on every corner. <laughs> no, and and jury's out whether he's actually any good. Good yet? Yeah. Um, because there's always coaches that would improve. Mm. You get better with experience. Yeah. But people cut them down just when they're starting to learn from their mistakes. Yeah. Like Dimmer and Bucks. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, do you want the good news or the bad news about the Brownlow? Uh, good news. Adam Trelaw should make it this year. Oh, he will too. So I can there. ask him about North well, Korea. Wasn't he there last year? No, I think because he was injured most of oh, last year. So he didn't right. get any So he didn't get the... Oh, okay. Now the bad news? What? Um, Stephen May. Stephen May is now no longer a club oh, captain. He's not a captain, so he won't be there. That's the only reason he was getting to Brownlow. We needed to ask his opinion of the three park super. I was going to bring one. I was oh, gonna, damn! I had it all planned. So gonna, now, yeah. oh, you could have bought him a three park super. Pass. And he would have loved damn. it. Damn! So I might, I might yeah. just give it to, uh, like a Jack Viney or something, and just yeah. Oh, see oh, can, can you pass this on to Stephen May? Yeah, good idea. To, yeah, to, yeah. to, to Maisie. No, Clayton Oliver. Yeah, yeah, clearly. Because he, he, he's, remember last time he gets a bit confused? And... Yeah, and I stitched him up in the bunker to sign that thing. And then remember, we saw him after the grand final oh, footy yeah. show. And um, Jaden Hunt. Yeah, and Jaden Hunt. He wouldn't leave us alone, Jaden Hunt. Yeah. He was, no, he's, he's a good lad. Jayden. I like Jaden yeah. Hunt. Yeah. Big yeah. middle finger. <laughs> Huge. 
he, you mean like he physically has? <laughs> yeah, he physically you didn't give him one. <laughs> no, no, no. He has a big middle. He's physically his hand on both hands. Middle fingers massive. Anyway, follow us on Will and MJ if you want to see that. Please yeah, hit yeah. us up if you have any questions, suggestions. And now we found them. out we can book this studio down the back. Yeah, which means it's possible for us to record more often. <laughs> we o- we often tell people that this. <laughs> oh, we're going to make more content. <laughs> every, every week after we've done an episode, it seems easy. But... Momentum seems up, but nah, we'll get there. <laughs> what about that breaking news from Tommy Brown? Though, yeah, and, in mid-show. Uh, and <laughs> best of luck oh, to the on, pipe. He's back, and he's calling back. Oh, hang on. Tommy, did you get on? Tommy, did you get on? Yeah, got on, mate. No problem. Oh, cool. I'm just actually recording the podcast with um, Will as we speak. You're, you're live on our podcast. Hey, Tommy. I'm live on your podcast. I'll get off. Uh, I'll just pull over and get off speaker. I, I can't believe that I'm on your podcast. I think uh, well, I can't reveal who just called me, but I've got another call that I have to attend to on the line. So I'll oh, be back. Okay. okay. I reckon we've given Tommy enough time to call us back. Yeah, Will. And, and scrolling through, there's not a lot of credit for Tom Brown. It's all Isn't pretty it? unanimous. He's trying to uh, claim it, is he? No, we'll get him on the next podcast next week. Let's find out how it all went down. Journo's claiming stories. Do you think there's still much of a? Do you think we've gone past? I think it's exclusive that, and breaking once, news and things like that. Once one person breaks it, it's just, it's mm. just known by everyone. But I think the the AFL media awards are very the highly Afmas. sought after. Yeah. The Afmas, like Sam McClure and Tom, yeah, all going for it. Robbo. I better start preparing if uh, I win another AFMA. We should nominate this podcast now. We've had some <laughs> the Don Pike News Cup break mid-show. What else do we... Oh, we haven't broken as many stories this year. Last no. year, we would have won an AFMA for breaking we stories. We did. In, the, po- in podcast form. Yeah, the cheese plate. Cheese platter, Aaron uh, Chen. Aaron Chen, the guy in the Richmond... Uh, the Liquorland. Liquorland store. Yeah. A few others, I reckon. Yeah. Anyway, we've got to get back onto that. Harking back to our glory days. The glory days when... Uh, tw- 2020 is our year. That's our year. All That's right. our year. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. If you got this far, congratulations. Will and MJ. 105.1 Triple M.